This is the Book of Mormon for you. A daily dose of scripture thoughts by us kids to help us develop a love for the Book of Mormon to last a lifetime. Hey, 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 hey! Shelby here, and who's with me? I'm Paige. I live in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. I'm 11 years old, and I'm really excited that I made my school softball team. That's awesome. What position do you play? I play catcher. Ooh, that's the best one. <laughs> Does that make your thighs so tired? Um, it makes my knees hurt. It just gets tiring after a while. My favorite baseball player of all is a catcher. Really? Yeah, Yadier Molina. He plays for the Cardinals, and he is the best thing. Like, not only is he the greatest catcher, but he is the glue of that team. Like, everybody looks to him on that team to know what to do or to get excited or to, like, he rallies them. Oh, he's the best. And so you have chosen the correct position. <laughs> well, that is awesome. Congrats on making the team. Thank you. And what did you want to talk to me about today? I wanted to share my favorite story in the Book of Mormon. It's the Tree of Life. Okay, so do you want to remind us? Sure. So the Tree of Life is where Lehi has a dream about a tree that has delicious fruit and how he sees his family down in like some valley. And he tells them to come up and to partake of the fruit as well. And after they do that, he sees more people down in the valley. And then he also sees a building where wicked people are doing crazy stuff. He tells the people in the valley to come to partake of the fruit, but some go into the building to do the crazy things. with the Yeah, and what are most of the people in that building doing? Yelling at the people to come and join them instead of going to the tree. Yeah, and what are they doing to the people who are at the tree? They're taunting them and making fun of them. Yeah, so in my mind, I picture this building with all of these people like maybe out on balconies or leaning out the windows and they're all making fun of the people who are making good choices. And I think probably that building isn't as fun as people think it is because if it was, would everybody be hanging out the sides? No. No, there's not. They'd be inside partying. Exactly. But they're not. They're spending their time just hanging out, making fun of everybody else. How is that building like our day? I think it would be like the temptations of the world and how they can drag people in and it makes them hard to get out of. Yeah, and people look at the life that some people have where they're just like, it seems like they don't have any cares and that they're really cool and they're just having fun. And really, is there any fun going on or are they just spending their time trying to look like they're having fun and making fun of people who aren't like them? Um, I'd say it was your second answer, looking cool and trying to have fun. I just always think, stop going towards the building because it's not actually a great place to be. Yeah. Okay, so go on. The reason that I really like that story is because people had to have faith to make sure the rod would lead them to the tree of life and that they wouldn't fall off into that dirty river and water. Right. And did you have a scripture about that that you wanted to read? Uh, yes. Ugh, gosh, let me find it. No, it read was, it now. <laughs> it was First Nephi chapter 8, verse 24. 
It says, And it came to pass that I beheld others pressing forward, and they came forth and caught hold of the end of the rod of iron. And they did press forward through the midst of darkness, clinging to the rod of iron, even until they did come forth and partake of the fruit of the tree. And what do you love about that scripture? Well, I love how it explains how the people, they held fast, clinging to the rod, and how they wanted to get to the tree instead of like just dangling off of it and holding on to it like they didn't care. Right, exactly. Like they didn't just have one finger on it. Yeah. They were clinging. So what does the iron rod symbolize? Um, I'd say it's faith. They needed the rod to help them get to the tree. And I'd say the tree is like God, so they need faith to get to him. Right, right. Faith and that faith, um, you know the song about the iron rod? The iron rod rod is the word word of God. God. Right. So the word of God, what is that? Well, I'd say it's like how he talks to us and like how he would be President Russell M. Nelson today in the scriptures. Yes, all of those things. That first answer is something I have not thought of. Brilliant. Exactly. How he speaks to us. That's what the prophet's been talking about a lot lately, right? Yes. How we hear him. Have you developed a way or recognized a way that you can hear Heavenly Father? Well, not really, but I think it's praying and just trying to feel the spirit with my family. Yeah, yeah, that is great. Exactly. And he will give you his words, just like you said, through the prophet and through the scriptures. I hear the Lord's voice a lot when I'm reading the Book of Mormon and not necessarily hear it, but I see it in the words. Some words stand out to me or verses stand out to me and I can see how they fit into my life right now, even though they're thousands of years old. Yes. So if you're clinging, like you said, to those words, to your faith and the word of God, what does that look like? I think it'd be holding fast to it and not letting it just pass by and just be some second choice to do at the end of the day. I'd say it would be like the first thing that should come to your mind. Yes, 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 yes. And clinging, if we believe the iron rod is the word of God, and we believe the word of God can be the scriptures, is clinging to them, like, forgetting to read them for a few days? No. It'd be reading them every day and studying them and making sure you have a good understanding. Mm, Yes. Yes. Oh, I'm so excited. Yes. You're so smart. That's exactly right. Not just reading them, understanding them and figuring them out. So some of the people ate the fruit, and then they stopped eating it. Yeah. Why would that happen? Well, I think that it would happen because they see something that might capture them in the view that they had, and so that they might want to walk away. And You are exactly right. You're so, I I need another word for smart. You are a highly intelligent girl. (laughs) Yes, exactly. When you see something else and you walk away, the fruit is the love of God. Do people do that? Yeah. And another thing that you said, I'm just going to think about all day, is that something else in their view catches their attention. 
and they go after it and they walk away. Can we control a little bit what's in our view? Um, yeah. Well, I would say if we could control things with our view, it would be to surround us with good things, listen to good things, watch good things. And some of the bad stuff just gets in your view without control. So then you just have to learn to ignore it. Yes. Yes. Oh, my gosh. You're just so smart. I love that. We can control what's in our view. It said in the scripture after the one you read, it said, and after they had partaken of the fruit of the tree, they did cast their eyes about as if they were ashamed. So also they were looking around and then they were ashamed that they were eating the fruit. What is that all about? Probably because they were hearing the things that the people in the building were saying and it made them feel bad about what they made because they didn't want to be made fun of. Right. So do you think if they had not cast their eyes about, that means they started looking around. Like you said, they put that building in their view. It didn't have to be. They could have just stayed looking at the fruit, looking at the tree, looking at the other people, eating the fruit, and it wouldn't have happened. But they started looking around. Yeah. Do you think sometimes suddenly the the gospel and our testimonies and the scriptures and everything like that get not as important and we start looking around for something else? Yeah, I think that happens sometimes and it's going to happen eventually, but we need to learn to focus in and do what we want to do after we're done with scripture study. Yeah, put it first in our life and always first is how can we remember to do that forever? Um, well, I'd say to surround yourself with holy things in your environment and in your household, like pictures of the churchy things, and to study the scriptures daily and pray, and just fill your life with holy things. Goodness. Paige, you have just got my heart. Yes, yes, you're so right. Those are great ideas and surround ourselves with people who do those things too. That can help remind us. Yes. I can already tell that you've got a great mom. You probably have a great dad too. And they are helping you guys be just these good kids that are making good choices. Maybe in your prayers tonight, you can thank Heavenly Father for giving you such good parents. Yeah. I think I need to do that more often. (laughs) Oh, you're such a good girl. Is there anything else that you wanted to talk about? No, I think that was all. I'm just excited that I did this. It's been really fun. You did awesome. And you know, every time you share your feelings about the gospel and every time you bear your testimony, you are blessed so much. Thank you for doing that with me because it helps me and it helps you. Yeah, it does. Because you get all these blessings. The Lord's just like, boom, page, (laughs) blessings, pow. Because you're helping so many kids. And It's so good for kids to hear other kids like you that just have got it figured out. (laughs) Thank you for letting me do this. First and second books of Nephi, Jacob, Venus, Jeremiah, Nine Words of Mormon, and Mosiah singing this is so fun. Alma, Helaman, Third, Fourth, Nephi, Mormon, Ether, and Moroni learn the teachings of the prophets in the Book of Mormon. Hey, 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 hey!